I can, I, I can feel it in my lungs. Got my body going numb. I've been doing this for years. I never thought this day would come. As a kid, we all had none. Used to fight under the sun. Did you squirt me with that gun? You little punk, you better run. I've been sitting by the fire. Been thinking of our desires. Eating sugar, getting hyper. Then pulling in all nighters. Sparking sparklers with lighters. Hit the zoo to see the tigers. Now we're pulling nine to fivers and talking about it. What's up, guys? Welcome to the booth with Luke, Ben, and Matt, a podcast with three Michigan fellows who definitely know more about sports than you. Welcome, guys. Episode five of the booth. Guys, how have we made it five episodes and not getting kicked off of iTunes yet? I have no idea. As they say, love one another. Oh. <laughs> Here we are in the booth, loving one another well. Episode 5 is brought to you by Panchero's Steak, Egg, and Cheese Burrito. Get it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, yes. Give me that nom nom panchi chanchi. That was bad. Wow, shocking! You guys heard it. Static shock already. Just right off the bat, we're diving into static shock because we don't want to talk about the picks of the week of last week because Ben sucked per usual. I didn't do that bad. Luke, what's your static shock? <laughs> Oh, boys, static shock. I'm going to have to go with all the hype on the Chiefs. i um, been watching some Sports Center this week, and uh, it doesn't seem like all the experts are really high on the Chiefs anymore with the um, dropping of Kareem Hunt. But I think uh, people are getting a little bit too far ahead of themselves. I think the Chiefs, I think they still have a shot um, to go to the Super Bowl, and I think they still have a dominant offense regardless of um, the Kareem Hunt situation. So I'm, I'm a little shocked that people are putting down the Chiefs this early. Something that I noticed, um, I got an update today on my phone saying that executives would be floored if a team doesn't sign him as a free agent. They're saying he's going to play again in the NFL, yeah, which, I'm, I'm which is crazy to me. It's an embarrassment. That is crazy to me. I, I don't – I mean, he's still young, but he also – He's showing obvious character yeah. and moral flaws. Did either of you guys watch the video? I did not, but I heard all about it. No, I did. I watched that video and the follow-up video, like him talking to the cops. But um, I don't, I don't care if you make a mistake. I'm about forgiveness, so I can see him. He's young enough to learn from his mistakes. Whereas, like Ray Rice was like 28 when he did that, so I feel like he was already too far in his career for people to take a chance on him. I don't know, man. I just... That's tough. That's tough. No, I'm with you, Luke, as far as all the forgiveness portion of it. It's... I don't know. Like, as an NFL exec, I don't know if I could take someone with that type of drama. Like, it's one thing if you did it before in the draft. Like, no one really talks about what Joe Mixon did or what Tyreek Hill did. They still talk about what Ray Rice did. And they'll still talk about Kareem Hunt. To be fair, Ray Rice... I watched that video this week too. He he basically knocked his now wife out. <laughs> he, I mean, it's not funny, but it's it's funny because it's he's such a little man, but he's got some power. But the difference is with that video and this with Kareem Hunt, Ray Rice and his wife figured it out, and she did not want to press charges. She said, it's over. We've talked about it. We've moved on. That's not who he is. Whereas with this Kareem Hunt, I saw an interview he did with someone at ESPN and the entire time he just said, that's not who I am, that's not who I am. Well, I mean, if that video is going to come out that soon, I mean, that's who you are until further notice. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that, but he's also, what, 20? He's a grown man, old? dude. I don't know. He's, he's a young guy still. I mean, your prefrontal 
your prefrontal cortex doesn't develop fully till you're 25. So I don't know. I just feel like he has time to mature, whereas Ray Rice was already like pushing 30. He should have known better. I don't know. Yeah, there's definite differences in the story, but I'm just saying if I'm a GM, even for the Redskins, they signed Ruben or they claim Ruben Foster, who also has moral issues. Yeah. And but they said no to Colin Kaepernick. Like that, like the whole thing just blows my Still mind. Still makes no sense to me, man. It's just like what we talked about last week. Why are you not giving Cap a chance? Well, that's I guess that's for another day. I think there's something shady. There's something shady going on. But I, I mean, regardless of what we just talked about the hunt stuff, I think him off the team doesn't negate the Chiefs from having a successful playoff run. No, that's valid. I agree with you 100. percent Patrick Mahomes is balling out, and I think he'll continue to ball out. Yeah, and they still have Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill, who are both explosive. I just think it's absurd to see the professional guys on TV saying that the Chiefs are done now. Couldn't agree anymore. Ben, static shock. My static shock of the week is I totally forgot that Mark Sanchez still played in the NFL. Mr. Butt Fumble. Butt Fumble himself. You know, it's it was crazy. You know, I'm watching the game. You know, enjoying it. You know, you see AP rip off a 90-yard TD. Uh, shout out career. to All Day. Uh, and then crazy. all of a sudden, Colt McCoy breaks his tibia. And who do I see trotting out but the man who I lost saw running into the backside of his offensive lineman, hitting head first into the ground and dropping the ball, now becoming known as the play Butt fumble. <laughs> Butt fumble. And he's still slinging the ball around. This first dude, throw was a touchdown. First throw was a DD. I was impressed. I was like, oh, Marky. He's still a bum. Oh, he is still a bum. Mark Sanchez, just like what, a year ago, he was like the QB coach for the Cowboys or something. He was horrible. He's was been, he actually? He bouncing around. Well, he, like, was fourth string or something for the Cowboys, so he would just always have no pads on and a clipboard, so I thought he was their coach for a while. <laughs> yeah, that shocked me thoroughly as well. I did not expect to see good old Marky Sanchez. I thought the guy was in the Canadian Football League balling with Johnny Manziel hey. or something. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Hey, good for him, though. He probably got a nice paycheck on Sunday. Hey, man, if you paid me a couple million dollars a year to hold a clipboard – a million i'd do it for probably 50 grand <laughs> yeah i'd do it for an ice cream cone and a six pack of miller <laughs> <laughs> all right well with that being said i'm gonna move on to my static shock i gotta go with the michigan wolverines i did not expect them to do this well and luke i give all respect to you you called it earlier on thank you i, I i've got to say when you know something you know something do you know now any other players other than John Teske? John Beeline. <laughs> the coach. <laughs> no, no, Xavier I don't think Simpson. You need to know, I don't think you need to know anyone else besides Teske, Matthews, and Simpson. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, they're, they're, ca- they're Canadian guy. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? They're seven-footer who can shoot like Brisdekas or something like that? Nick Stauskas Jr.? I thought he was German. No, Canadian. But that dude was saucing on North Carolina. What's up with ugly foreigners going to play at Michigan? Uh, <laughs> like Wagner? Wagner, this guy now. I'm sure some lady finds Mo Wagner attractive. 
I would too with that paycheck he's getting. <laughs> Imagine if Mo stayed this year. They would have been killer. And uh, what's his face that left? The guy, really athletic guy, hit that clutch shot in March Madness. Oh, last year? Jordan. No, Jordan Poole's still there. No. Jordan Poole's still there, yeah. It's not him. The guy that he declared for the draft. Like, maybe it was. Oh, the one that looks like Jordan Poole? Yeah. DJ Wilson. Oh, DJ yeah. Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Wilson. That guy was smooth, but he did the right thing leaving because he's not doing anything in the NBA. True. No, think about if he would have stayed last year. If they would have had him last year, they I mean, they still would have gotten blown out by Villanova. But I thought he played last year. Did he leave? He did play last year. Last year was the DJ shot that he Wilson, hit. No, he, he left the year before. Huh. We're going to have to fact check this later. But, yeah, I mean, that's a good static shock, man. I mean, I think the Wolverines, I just, I saw some raw talent there, but I didn't expect them to be this good, I'll be honest. Yeah, me neither. I thought it would be, I mean, whenever you have John Beeline as your head coach, you're going to do well. But with the way that they're playing right now and ranked fifth in the country, I did not expect that at all. So moving on, moving on to the picks of the week. The picks are in. We're going to do something a little bit different. Instead of game of the week, since there's nothing really that stuck out to us, we're going to do a wager of the week. Luke, give me your lock and just your lock, please. Hey, guys, I matured from last week. I'm, you know, I'm not as hyper tonight. I'm locked in. Speaking of the lock, I'm going to go with the Seahawks over the Vikings. Seahawks over Vikings. Interesting. I think the Seahawks are hot. I've seen a couple games. I love Russell Wilson. Go Badgers. Um, Pete Carroll, he's still kicking it. I don't know. I like what I see out of the Seahawks. I think Doug Baldwin's been playing better in the latter half of the season. Had a TD last week. Vikings looked terrible against the Patriots last week, and I just don't think they're that good. I think Kirk Cousins overrated. Sorry, MSU fans. And uh, I just see the Seahawks winning this one. Here's the thing. My lock, Vikings over Seahawks. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think Captain Kirk agreed overrated. Said that when he signed with the Vikings. Loved it because they used Moser cap space on him. Um, but I think Adam Thielen is going to bust out. Stephon Diggs has been quiet this season. And Dalvin Cook is still – I think he's still dealing with something in his leg. A little something, something. And I think this is going to be a statement win as it's pretty much do or die time if they want to climb back in the NFC North. Um, so I think they're going to go out. They're going to defeat the 12th man because I'm pretty sure it's at Seattle, and they're going to come home with the victory. Vikings over Seahawks, my lock. Wow, we're going to have to make good. a wager on that one. Very good. Building off my Mark Sanchez. Um, no way. Debacle. I'm taking the Giants over the Redskins this week. Oh, I thought you were going to go with the Redskins. No, no, no. Uh, Saquon <laughs> and OBJ, you know, they've won. They started out 1-7. and seven. They're now four and eight. I think they continue that hot streak throughout the end of the season. Probably finish seven and nine is my guess. Um, but their their team, their offense is going to be too much for um, Washington, and the defense of the Giants will be more than enough to hold down Mark Sanchez. My question. Here's the thing: If you were the GM for the Giants. Actually, if I was the for the Giants, I would say, I don't need a quarterback in the draft. OBJ, you're not my quarterback. The dude's throwing dimes. He's throwing dimes, dude. You know that he has as many 20-yard-plus throws as Eli does this year? He does not. Yes. That's a stat nugget. It might be 40. I think it's 40. No, it's That's 40. It's 40. Yeah. it's 40. Yeah, it's 40. But He threw threw 54-yarder and a 45, I think. He threw that off his back foot. Back foot, like, 
jumping almost into it. He kind of was jumping. That was a really weird thing. Yeah, he like jumped forward and then like threw it. Rocket. And then Sterling Shepard, wide open. Bloop. TD. Hey, it wasn't enough for my fantasy team, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I don't want to talk. We'll talk about that later on. I'm going to cry if I talk about mine. Upset, boys. I'll go first. I believe in Baker. The Browns will beat the Panthers. Let's go. Feeling dangerous. And I think I'm shocked that Ben even had any positive reaction to that because you were all about the Panthers early on. I was. Hey, he's two onions deep on the Panthers. He's done. <laughs> Bro, you're he one onion one deep. Coming. Both of you still have one coming. Hey, at least I didn't lose two onions on the same football team. At least I'm in the fantasy playoffs. That's a low blow. (laughs) I should be in the fantasy playoffs, I'll tell you that. Moving back on topic. Upset. Luke. I have – guys, I'm just going to be honest with you right now. I'm high on the Ravens. Uh, I pick pick their defense almost every year in fantasy. Big fan. Not a big fan of Flacco, but with Lamar in the lineup, I like the the Ravens. I'm going to pick them over the Chiefs. I I think RG3 is going to start with the way the quarterbacks are looking injury-wise over there. I cannot believe you led off this episode – with believe in the Chiefs, and you just said, yeah, upset, they lose this week. <laughs> I, think that, I think they lose this week because the Ravens are only allowing 17 points per game defensively, and I think the Chiefs, when they face a pretty good defense, they struggle, and I think we saw that. Who have they struggled against? Uh, the Rams had four turnovers against them. That's the Rams. The, they still put up 48 points, bro. Yeah, and a high-scoring best Monday night game ever, and their defense got a strip sack late in the game. Yeah, I think your upset pick sucks. Ben, what's your upset? Uh, My upset pick of the week is the Cleveland Browns over the aforementioned Carolina Panthers. Wow, you Uh, copied Matt. Baker is feeling dangerous. And it's it's about time that my guy uh, Nick Chubb, you know, bust a couple more touchdowns. Is that even a real upset, though? Yeah. What do you mean? It's Cleveland. It's Cleveland, bro. The Cle- Cleveland's what? Four and seven. Yeah, that's not four upset. seven and one. Don't forget four, about that tie. Four seven and one. The the Panthers are six and six, and they lost to the Detroit Lions. Many teams have lost to the Detroit Lions, including your Patriots. So watch your mouth when you're talking to me. Speaking of the Patriots, that is my wager of the week. If the Pats lose to the Miami Dolphins this week, division division game. I will get a tattoo of both your names on my butt cheek. <laughs> oh, you heard it here first, folks. Oh, I will be rooting for the Dolphins so hard. I don't believe that you would come through with that. I, I think you'd chicken out, bro. I will get your guys' first, middle, and last initials on my butt <laughs> Did you ask your wife about this before you just made this bold? Hey, she doesn't own my body. All right. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was so good. Um, I'll go with my wager. It's definitely not that drastic. Um, so I'm picking Saints over the Buccaneers, but if the Buccaneers find a way to win, I'll get a cat scratch on my left eyebrow. So that's the lines that you see these hip, in swagger type boys get on their le- on their eyebrows. So I will get cool. lines in my eyebrows. And for all wow. those that do know me, I will not be able to pull that off. Nope. 
I, I'm interested to hear. I'm interested to hear what Ben's Ben's wager is going to be. So I had a question, just clarification for you guys. Onion. Is this uh, over like the whole? I know this is just of the wager of the week, but does it encompass only one sport, or is it all encompassing? Uh, I'll give you all encompassing if you want. Okay, this is my prediction of the week. Then it has to be an extreme, though. You know, like we we're, we're both picking games that are very likely to not happen. Oh right, right, right. I mean, he yeah. can pick one that's close that the upset would be better. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Uh, my prediction was going to be that if Mark Sanchez leads the Redskins to victory, I will shave my armpits and the sides of my head, <laughs> and do two scat cat scratches on, on each, each eyebrow. eyebrow. I want to add one more thing to that. <laughs> you want to add I want one? a Christmas tree. You in want your a head Christmas again. tree? <laughs> Oh no! Another Christmas. Yeah, we'll do that if but if Mark Sanchez if leads Mark them. Sanchez leads them. Now, when I say leads them, I'm saying that he's throwing 300 yards. He's throwing. Okay. I, I he's th- throwing Whoa. 200 yards. I'm not gonna dude. Give me 200 yards, three touchdowns. Has to have the victory. I'll do two. I'll do 200 yards, two TDs, victory. Or or okay. how about this? This is a contingency. How about or if he has a game-winning touchdown drive. Ooh. I mean that's not gonna happen, so I mean Okay. Sure. Throw it out there. So <laughs> let's right. let's summarize this. You will get both cast scratches on each of your eyebrows. Yep. You will shave your armpits. Yep. You will shave the sides of your head yep. and get a Christmas tree in a there. Christmas tree. Yeah. If oh, he throws for two hundred and three touchdowns or has he said a game either two hundred yards, two touchdowns, and the double. and slash or game winning drive. Sweet. Love it. Love it. That's sick. Oh, I like this, boys. This might be better than Game of the Week. <laughs> so let's talk fantasy football. We touched on it a little bit. I don't really even want to talk about it just because I'm so infuriated about fantasy football. But I know, Ben, you had something that you wanted to say. Grip it and rip it and suck my nuts, Juju. What? For those that don't know, Ben is playing Juju, the number one team in our league this week in fantasy football. So, yeah, I have a good shot. Um, we'll see how uh, – basically what needs to happen is I, I need Michael Thomas to show up. If he would have shown up last two weeks, I'd be in the playoffs in my other league. Yeah, he, he, he did not have a good last two weeks. And I need Saquon to show up and Joe to show up. I'll take the th- dub if those three boys show I up. Think, I think – Joe makes uh, it. Yeah, big boy Joe. In a more general sense, what, what do you guys think – uh, or I guess rather, who who do you guys think people should be starting if they're in the playoffs this week? Like who are some It's all about starts? quarterbacks, in my opinion. Quarterbacks and defenses. Because right yeah. now, you're going to have your wide receivers and your running backs pretty much set. Unless you had Kareem Hunt. And for that, just like me, I apologize. Um, it's all going to depend quarterback. Because if Ben would have started Patrick Mahomes, I'd be in the playoffs this week. But instead, who do you start, Ben? I started Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott they, over the runner, front runner for the MVP. I wanna, I wanna absolutely punch you in the face right now. I'd punch myself too. But to be fair, I was super busy last week, and Stop. I totally forgot that there was a Thursday night he, game. I looked at that last Thursday before that game, and I said to myself, or after the game, and I said to myself, Ben definitely just screwed Matt on purpose. 
I'd be fine going against Matt. Matt and I have a similar teams. Yeah, we have similar teams. It'd be it'd be a good matchup. Because you were scared of his team. He had the best team in the league, hands down. Not anymore. I'm sitting on the outside looking in. Well, yeah, that's what happens. But I also think that uh, the reason I asked that question is because I mean, you look at your team, Matt. You had a guy like we we've been high in Julio all all year. He got three yards or whatever right. last game. I mean, like did he I'm really? Just, yeah. I'm just saying, like, who, who, are there anyone that's out there that's been starting someone consistently that in the next, you know, couple weeks for the playoffs, you see maybe them potentially not starting? Anyone on the Rams potentially, uh, just because they might be sitting people. Um, that would be the main team, I think, who has, like, kind of a stranglehold on, you know, their playoff position, especially because the Saints lost. Yeah, uh, to the Cowboys, that's the uh, I don't know, Matt. I think that's the only team that I could really see people sitting, other than you know maybe you have like a two and fourteen Raiders team that's sitting like Derek Carr or someone. Um, here's my thing. I agree with you. I think I wouldn't even worry about people getting sat just because the Rams are battling for home field playoff throughout. So I really can't see anyone sitting unless you have a Todd Gurley. Um, and if you have him, I would be fine because he'll probably only play a half if he gets sat and he'll probably still get 25 points yep. um but my thing is if austin eckler sit on the waiver wire you need to go get him right now he's taken over from melvin gordon who's still nursing an injury i don't think he'll play this week and possibly not even next week um i know luke you traded him to me and yeah you got the better end of the deal um even though we both are sitting on the outside of the playoffs um, the guys I traded to you performed. Philip Lindsay did well. Um, 28 point, 20, almost 30 points last week, 28 points. And I've been high on him the entire season. If you have Philip Lindsay, plug him in. He's your RB1 in my opinion. Yeah, he's, he's a good. stud. He's proven himself. Um, another thing, I'm just going to say a uh, guy that I don't think will perform, and I hate to say it for Ben's sake, I don't think Michael Thomas is going to perform down the stretch. He's a young guy. Teams are going to be shutting him down because outside of yeah. him, they don't have another really good wide receiver. Well, you do, again, another caveat. Brandon Marshall is going to be playing this week. So we'll see. I'm interested to see how that affects, if Brandon can really make enough of an impact uh, to you know draw some attention away from Michael. Because that's really been the main thing is Traquan Smith, um, Ted Ginn is out for the year, I think. Yeah, he is. Um, Traquan dropped a couple balls last week. Um, that would have helped them win the game. Um, and Michael straight up, while he was targeted, still his normal target share, it was just so hard because he was getting double teamed the whole game. And like Matt said, he's so young, he's not at that point where he can you know, separate and work against double teams the whole game um, and make a ton of catches. So I would be nervous if I had Michael Thomas in my starting lineup just because he's I had the last, nervous. the last two weeks have been duds. Um, and I even had Drew Brees in... I I know Ben, you talked about he was your dark horse MVP pick, but after these last two weeks, I don't think that he should be in the conversation anymore. Well, it's not like he played bad two weeks ago. He still had four touchdown passes. He just didn't throw them to anyone that I knew. They were it's like Austin Carr from Northwestern was the only guy that I knew, and then there was Tommy Lee Lewis, a bunch of random dudes that I've never seen. But last week, last week was rough. And I think the side note as we move into potentially the Cowboys making the playoffs, do the Cowboys have a legit defense, boys? Because I think so. I agree. I think they definitely stepped up and showed out because I forgot what video I was watching. 
Um, Vander Esch, man, he's a monster. But what was happening was is all the Cowboy faithfuls were saying, yep, we're already talking about this game against the Saints as an L. We're moving on to next week. But their defense showed up. They showed out. I was thoroughly impressed on what I saw. Now, does that, is that credit to the players, defensive coordinator, a bit of both? I would say kind of a bit of both. Uh, the other thing, too, is that even though Dak didn't perform um, – maybe fantasy-wise, he did play a decent game as far as a game manager is concerned. Um, they were able to run the ball with Zeke and convert some third downs that kept that vaunted New Orleans uh, offense off the field. Um, and the other thing, too, that we're not even thinking about with the Cowboys is that they don't even have Sean Lee back. Um, so once they get Sean Lee back, who in previous years, previous defenses of the Cowboys, once they lose Sean Lee, they were their done. Rec- yeah, they were done. I think Van Der Esch is better than Sean Lee. He, uh, might, he might be, but Sean Lee's a premier middle linebacker. He's their guy. He's their guy. If they s- Imagine moving Van Der Esch to like a stand-up defensive end, uh, just blitzing. I mean, that's... Or even like an inside-outside linebacker, just pretty much any other linebacker position where Sean Lee doesn't play because coming into the season like he's their captain he's their guy that they all look to to call their plays call out the offense and Van Der Esch was a huge question mark coming into this season but guys he's 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 balled out I like Jalen Smith too I think he's the best defensive player on that team hands down I mean I wouldn't say that on the whole defense Byron player. Jones, I think, is graded out right now as a top five player in the league. Yeah, but I just when I first watched, yeah, I we're not <laughs> watching Jalen Smith play this year, guys. He's a monster, dude. He I really, I remember when the the Lions took Taylor Decker over him, and Ben and I were sitting in the parking lot at our school weeping. <laughs> we saw him. Well, he fell too. Right, he fell because of his ACL tear, and. It comes a Lions pick. He's still on the board. Ben and I are like, he's there. He's there. Come on, Lions, take him. And then Taylor Decker, left tackle, Ohio State University. And we cried. But, hey, Taylor Decker that season, he was a pro bowler. Yeah, Decker's good. He'll be fine. So I don't really mind, but, I mean, the Lions suck, so. Can I I go back to fantasy talk real quick? Sure. Sure. I also think – Along the same logic that you guys have towards Michael Thomas, I feel that way towards Adam Thielen, um, which probably, I I mean Ben probably hopes that's true coming this week. But I do. Uh, Three I catches, just, twenty-eight yards last week. Yeah, the Patriots completely shut him down, and I mean the Patriots don't have a like amazing defense. Back to our argument last week, I think they have a really have good. A I feel like check. they have two modes, human, and I feel like this is how it is almost every year with the Patriots. They're either God mode. Or they're just rookie mode. Average. Very yeah, average. But to be fair to the Patriots, I mean, they don't need a lot of defense. No one should defend them. They're, they've won five times. But I think it's because we view them as, like, this God mode all the time. So when they look like an average football team, we're like, oh, they look like crap. But really, I don't think they're rookies or, like, what you just described as a rookie look. I think they're just average football team. Uh, they're a very average football team with a – Elite legendary head coach that takes them to a whole nother level. Yeah, quarterbacks not very good. Has a has a part in that. I don't think it's all Bill, but if you go and look at the game and just watch Tom Brady's throws, he's thrown to the flat nearly every single time. Shout out James White. Yeah, except for the the one time I needed him to throw to James White, he he was three for ten or something to James White. 
Like, he's thrown to the flat to James White, to his slot receiver. Like, they're tailoring the game to Tom Brady, which they should. But Tom Brady just doesn't have he that had a couple arm bombs. Strength. He had a couple bombs against the Vikes. Yeah, I mean, he's 42 years old or 41 years old. I Oh, also, final thought from me on fantasy. You mentioned Austin Eckler, but watching highlights from that Steelers game, Justin Jackson is sick. Yep. I mean, yeah, he's sick, but Austin Eckler is going to get the carries. He's going to get the touches. That's for know, sure. Dude, they had pretty equal reps. I he think just, he, he's, he's more of a – Receiving back, which in a PPR league, that's yeah. what you want. Yeah. E- Eckler's Jackson's much more of the change of pace, uh, cat, pass catching down. J- Jackson looked really good, though. Uh, my final point, fantasy football, would just be what Matt's point said that we had talked about a couple weeks ago was that uh, the most important things to pick up in these last couple weeks are you know just to fill in your receivers, but kickers and defense. And I just wanted to give a huge shout-out for pushing me into the fantasy playoffs. Uh, the New Orleans Saints uh, getting me 14 and 15 points, respectively, these last two weeks. Uh, thank you, boys, for showing up and uh, locking some people down. All right, boys, we're going to move on from fantasy football before I have a mental breakdown. <laughs> um, let's continue with the football talk. College football playoffs is right around the corner. Yes. Do you guys think they got it right? No. Why? I do. Why not, Luke? And I don't think I don't think for the reason people might be thinking. I think people are making arguments for Ohio State. I personally think Georgia should be. And Georgia. Play. See, this is the tough thing, human, and I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's when you watch that Alabama-Georgia game. I did, yeah. Yeah, Georgia looked like the second-best team in the nation. They did, and that, they and did. that, that was going to be my point. If yeah. you look, If you look at their spreads throughout the entire year, Versus Oklahoma spreads. Right. Oklahoma is a joke. They they have an explosive offense. They yeah, might have horrible the defense. worst defense I've ever seen. That's yeah, a top, no, out of a top we watch, Yeah, we watch. I mean, we watched the Oklahoma Texas game. It was like, I mean, it was whoever got the ball last, basically. Yeah, and that's um, how it was. That was how, that's how it was the first time they played. And also, they let they only beat Army by a touchdown earlier in the year. They yeah. only beat Oklahoma State by a point. I mean, they are not that great of a football. No, I, I think they lose by 30-plus to Alabama. It oh, just gets absolutely. into that hazy discussion of then do conferences matter? Do champion like conference championships matter? Do regular season? I don't believe so. Yeah, be, because for me personally, I think the four best teams should play and eventually the six and the eight best teams should play, yeah, regardless of whether or not you win anything. Uh, I think, like, on paper, if you beat, like, two or three really good teams or are cl- and then are close with a potential playoff team, I think you should get in over a team that's beaten up Absolutely. in a weak conference on a weak non-conference schedule. Oklahoma hasn't played anyone other than no. Texas. And Texas is not that great. I, I know I was no. big on them all fall, but they, I mean, they're not a elite team. They're not a top five team. No, Kyler Murray's a stud, though. He is a stud. He is a stud. But he's, I, he's the guy. that I think if you shut him down, the rest of the team falls. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. got into a debate uh, on a social media platform with a, one of my high school buddies who goes to Oklahoma right now, and he's, he's telling me and trying to sh- convince me that Kyler Murray will win them the game against Alabama. Stop. And it was just the most hilarious conversation to read because he's like, well, Kyler Murray would do this. Well, Kyler, Kyler Murray will do this. And I was like, well, what's what's uh, anyone else going to do? I mean, you got C.D. Lamb <laughs> and uh, 
What's that defense going to do? What's that Kyler Murray's do? a baseball player. He's going to the Oakland Athletics after this season because he was drafted. Top 10 pick. Top 10 pick. He's man. not a football player. as electric as he is. He's not that guy like a Baker Mayfield that can single-handedly win you a game. Without knowing that, he kind of does look like a baseball player. <laughs> Dude, he is, and he's a sick baseball player. He throws – if you guys watch how he throws the ball, he too, throws like he throws it like a baseball. And the thing is, is teams didn't draft him because they thought he was going to the NFL. He would have been a, the, the number one overall Absolutely. pick in the draft. It's, which ticks wow. me off because the Tigers could have taken him if he was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the baseball world. But, no, he was like, I'm not so sure yet, which is why he fell to the A's. And I'm living. It's funny that you guys mentioned that because – before you mentioned that, I had no previous knowledge of him going to the MLB. And I was going to say, he kind of reminds me of Russell Wilson, who also was drafted. So Yeah. By the Rangers. They, they, I think that's their most – Kuiper has them uh, as the most similar comps, but uh, he's not – I mean, for me, if I was him, that's Russell's a smart bigger. business decision. Yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson. Much less toll on your body. You There's no salary cap in the MLB, so you can just rake in the dough especially if you're good. So hats off to him. But uh, while I do say, okay, theoretically, moving back to the point, yes, I do think they got it right. Stop. Human, I totally agree Stop. with you. Uh, human, I agree with you. I think Georgia should be in the playoff. But if we're, talking about, if we're talking about rewarding teams for winning their conferences, which I think we should to a certain extent, and that's why I think the college football playoff needs to be 10 to 12 teams. They shouldn't be discredited um, for losing to Alabama. Agreed. I, I agree. I agree. But you also lost by 20-plus to LSU. Though lost, earlier, yeah. if you watch that game, Georgia, everyone in the stadium probably thought Georgia was going to win until the last, like... They should have. Probably the last quarter, honestly. If you, you win, it, it, it comes down to if you win, you're in. You win that game, and you're in. You lose, yep. you're out. And they knew that going into the game, and they choked it away because of a idiotic fake punt. Well, yeah, and that, that was, field goal. That guy should never miss that field goal. In the that was a horrible – and you saw it too, even when they before they faked it, and you kind of had a general potential idea that they were going to fake it, that Alabama was in a punt-safe formation. They were – Obvious. Yeah, obvious. And then they tried to run this little off-tackle fake – goes nowhere it you, you as soon as they hiked it to the uh to the back it was like okay well you got hit instantly hit instantly and also huge huge shout out to jalen hurts uh for staying ready and staying prepared Love that guy it's crazy that they have two of the best three quarterbacks in college football on their it, team it honestly looked exactly like last year's national championship it does it was just flipped in reverse and like Tua georgia, came in yeah georgia, georgia took the lead they looked dominant and then all of a sudden fourth quarter they just choke yeah and i i i hate alabama don't get me wrong but the guy's such a role model to look up to yeah always treated treated the whole situation with class i mean they were trying to egg him into saying something they're trying to egg nick saban into creating drama shout out to that organization man for just keeping it low-key um not playing it up so that's it, really cool by them but like i said for me it's tough winning you're in for georgia um if they didn't have that second loss they'd still be in the playoff right now um, if they didn't have that lost, so you just negate it. You just are you just throwing Ohio State out of the equation? Yeah. No, Ohio State lost by twenty nine to an unranked team. Get they, out of here. They Stop. don't even need to be close. Stop. Michigan's not that good anyway. Stop. Um, but Michigan's no. not that good. They're oh not. My no. Gosh. Stop. 
Stop. Uh, it's it, Georgia. For me, it was Georgia and Oklahoma. I mean, and that was it. But and I totally understand and you're why they hairs. Picked, yeah, and you're splitting it hairs. Makes sense why they went that way. My thing. I'm just gonna touch on it real quick. Luke grew with you 100 percent, 110 percent. But the way the playoff committees done it in the past they made the right selection yeah i mean i think they obviously need to move it more teams get in not only make it for better football and better tv but it just makes the most sense i don't think you should just take the winner of each um major conference and throw them in there it needs to be the best four teams in college football need to make it in and it's not this year which is sad but the committee did what it usually does and they made the right decision yeah it like i said guys it's tough because if you do reward the best four teams, like even, do you guys remember the first year when they had the college football playoff and they left TCU out? And then TCU blasted Ole Miss by like Same 40 points. Same with UCF and Auburn last year. You know, you, you run into that situation where it's, I don't know how you split hairs as far as rewarding. Do I want to reward uh, Oklahoma and Ohio State for actually winning their regular season division, and then winning the Big Ten and the Big 12 title, respectively? Or do I want to reward Georgia for beating everyone they were supposed to other than a 11th-ranked LSU team and playing Alabama in the closest game that Bama has played well, all Well, and I year? think that's why you can make the case that they should just move it, you know, move it up so that eight teams, six teams get in. So let's say they yeah. put six. You have... Georgia and Ohio State joining that that four that four pair we have, and then you have a good six team playoff with probably the six best teams in the league. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's talk a little bit of basketball first. NCAA basketball. Who's hot? Who's not? College hoops. So the season, we're a couple games in. What's your guys' first thoughts on how the season's going? Hmm. The NCAA is still madness. It's still crazy. I mean, at this point, it's kind of similar with the NBA. With the NFL, you know pretty quick who the good teams are. Same with college football. It's pretty quick. With college basketball, you have no idea. Not a clue. Who who is really, really good. I mean, we thought, you know, even two weeks ago that Duke was about to go undefeated on the year. And here we are in that same week they lose to the Zags. You know, and this is yeah, the team that, that we've They're no slouches, though. Yeah, they're no slouches. Zags are good. Yeah, Zags are good. Zags are good. Um, and we have, we have Michigan destroying um, a number three ranked recruiting class that a lot of people were hyping to make the Final Four in North Carolina, and all of a sudden no one was hyping Michigan, and now here they are ranked fifth in wait, the nation. Wait, and they're still wait, underdogs. Wait, yeah. no one was hyping Michigan? You, you don't count, human. You know John Teske. John. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't say McQuillan McQueef transferred again. So <laughs> he, <did. laughs> he traded sports. He's over on the Michigan movie. Uh no, it that part is so the NCA is still, you know, pretty out there. Um we don't really know who's going to be good. We know Duke is good. Okay. We get we get that. We know Duke is good. We'll know we, they'll be a one seed. We'll know that they'll win their bracket. Yeah. We know they'll be in the final four, but once final four comes, it's anyone's it's, game. It's, a, it's anyone's game. It's anyone's game. I mean, even teams like Villanova, uh, you don't know. They just lost uh, by a lot. Um <laughs> they lost by a lot to um Michigan. 
blown up by 30 points. Now we know that Michigan is good, but still, this was the defending national champions that we were talking about, and all of a sudden, oops. Yeah, Michigan, Michigan, they beat Villanova pretty handily. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you guys have any, like, upset or sleepers, potentially, in the NCAA that you guys are looking at? As of right now, I really haven't been able to watch any other college basketball but Spring Arbor University. And Shout out the Cougs. They're doing really well. Just upset them for fifth-ranked team in the nation. No big deal. Um, no big deal. In overtime, they play their one team this Saturday. Show up, show out. Um, anyway, I, so I really have been watching them, <laughs> which is NAIA, and Michigan State. A little bit of Michigan, so I really haven't gotten a chance to dive in quite yet. So I don't really have one jumping and leaping off the page to me. Do you have any, Luke? Yeah, I'm still from four weeks ago. I'm still going to say Michigan. When you asked me four weeks ago who I saw going you know, deep into the tournament, I still have Michigan. I also – I would actually throw MSU in there too, even though eh. – They're not really the mid-majors though, you know, sleepers. Okay, then I'll take, I'll take my team. I'll take Wisconsin. Yeah, Ethan you're, you're out of your good. mind. Ethan well, Happ is good, They're ranked 12th. They've only lost one time, so I'll take them. Yeah, I don't even know who they've played. Ben, I know you have a hot team. I have a hot team. Before you say it, when you say the team, I want Luke to name one player off the team. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'll admit it right now, but I just want to see if Luke knows anybody. Uh, so I am going to say the Furman Paladins. Welcome to the top 25 for the first time ever. Furman Paladins, Matt, or Matt and Luke. I know you guys don't know a player on that team. Luke, do you, do you know anyone or? I'm going to have to go with McQuellen McQueef. Alex the third. Alex the third. The third. Good guess. Unfortunate, but no. Can you name one person off there? I can name a couple. So we got Jordan Lyons. Um, Looking at the roster right now. No, I'm not. I'm not looking at it right now. No, no, I'm not looking at it right now. Um, I can name Jordan Lyons just because I saw him. uh, Just kind of show up in Scott Van Pelt's. You know, like his minute thing Mm -hmm. um, that he does. All of a sudden, I see this Furman Paladin team wearing crispy uniforms. If you guys look at their uniforms and their kit, it, it's nice. It's nice. But Jordan Lyons had a 54-point game, and he had 15 threes. And this is a college game. This is a college game. Um, but they, <laughs> they beat Villanova. Um, that was in overtime. Uh, and they won at Loyola Chicago, and that was the team that made it to the Final Four last year. They they were the upset pick of the year, or one of the best March Madness people, or March Madness teams to go through. But um, yeah, so I'm looking at the Furman Paladins. Do I think they're going to beat Duke? Uh, no, but still a fun team to keep. Yeah, an eye they could on. be like a um, Dunk City. Hey, Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah, they could no. be a fun team to watch. Or Monmouth. Yeah. Monmouth. Monmouth. Mon <laughs> I'll, t- I'll still take uh, Chattanooga and Wofford in that division. I don't think either one of you could name a single player from Chattanooga. Nope. I know where they are. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but let's dive in to some NBA basketball. And now it's time for the NBA. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But quick. Some quick hitters. Quick hitters. Uh, Luka Doncic, R-O-Y, and it's not even close. 
Um, he's going to be the best rookie since LeBron. Uh, wow. Oddly enough, Ben Simmons could somehow still win rookie of the year. Um, that's a joke. Didn't he win it last year? <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. But, uh, no, the, he's Doncic is really good. He's averaging 19, 6, oh, yeah. and 5, oh, yeah. I believe, right now. And the only rookies to do that in their rookie season. Remember, he's 19, so the same age LeBron was in his rookie season. Uh, the only people to do that are Wilt, Oscar, LeBron, and Doncic. So uh, he, he's, he's going to be pretty good. Um, the Spurs, what's going on? They've allowed 135 points twice this year, uh, which is very un-Popovich-like. Um, and they're taking the most amount of mid-range jumpers in the NBA right now. So. I think that the Spurs, especially Popovich, like he still coaches old school basketball, and NBA's changing. I don't think so. I I don't think he co. It's not so much he coaches old school basketball. It's that the rest of the league has caught up to what the Warriors and the Spurs were doing two three years ago when they were playing fast with a lot of pace, small ball forwards, small ball fives pinging the ball around with a lot of ball movement and just jacking threes. The NBA is on pace to shatter the records even from last year that they made for shooting threes in a year. Most teams are shooting between 30 and 50 threes a game. I mean, think about that. That's over half of your shots um, that you're shooting threes. I mean, the Rockets in particular, you know, shoot about 60% of their shots right now from three. Um, so It's all it, about the three ball nowadays, NBA, and... The Spurs just aren't – they're attempting mid-range jump shots. Yeah, and that's what ha- that's what happens when they have DeMar DeRozan and they have LaMarcus Aldridge, who are mid-range dead eyes. They have Forbes. Forbes has been great from three. Yeah, he has, but when your sharpshooters Bryn Forbes. Yeah. Losing Danny Green, I think, hurt a lot more because you see what he's doing on Toronto right now and looking at his plus-minus and the defensive effort that he's bringing and how much oh, that has yeah. elevated that team. I mean, the Rockets are, are the Raptors are about to be 21-5. and five. They're about to beat the Sixers tonight. Um, and They're so good. They're so good. They're so good. That's They, they have a chance to beat the Warriors. I firmly they believe They completely that. dismantled the Spurs. They, like, they robbed them of everything good they had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, last point with the NBA quickly. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I was riding high off of uh, the Detroit Pistons win over the Golden State Warriors, and I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. We got another big game. Let's see if the Pistons can show out. And they lose by 30-plus. And I was looking at some of the stats, and in defensive rating, and this is a massive number difference um, for those of you who don't know the NBA quite as well, the def- the defensive rating of the Thunders is two points better than any other team in the NBA right now. And that is a massive margin over the amount of games that they play, over the amount of minutes that they play in their games. That's a huge, vast chasm of a difference. Um, and this is without even Andre Roberson, who's their number one defender. So... Awesome to see the Thunder do well. Sad for my Pistons. Again, they got blown out tonight by the Bucks. Let's uh, let's let's not uh, have this Warriors hangover. I'm still I'm still big on the Nuggets, guys. They moved from third to first in the West this past week. Look, I, I still don't think you could name one person off the Nuggets. I yes, I did. 
Last week, I did my research on them. Remember, I gave you Jokic. <laughs> you called him Jokic. You said he was yakking all over everyone. I Jamal Murray from Kentucky. He's Jamal Murray's killing smooth. It. Yeah, he is. He had smooth. 31 tonight. And I named uh, Paul Millsap last week. Old and I man also, Paul. Old man Paul. But but anyway, they, they smacked the – they didn't smack, but they like they just beat the Raptors, which we just were high on. I think they need one more big piece. Yeah. I think they need a guy. They've got they've got Gary. Gary's hurt. Gary Harris. No, they need one more All Star player to truly make a push. I'm thinking if it was me, I'm dealing Millsap away before the deadline hits, and I'm trying to pick up maybe a young fella, maybe a a Karis Levert when he returns. And I think I would if I'm the Nets. I don't know if I would give away. Cares just because they're in a rebuild mode. Well, this is what you do. You package Millsap and you package one of their young guards. Monte Morris has also played very, very well for that team this year that not a lot of people are talking about. But you package, do something with him um, and a first-round pick next year for Levert, who's was making the proverbial leap in the NBA this year um, before he had that scary injury. But I uh, think I would do that just because I think they're trying to tank for Zion. Oh, and I yeah. think they need to. Yeah, no, they, they, they have not done well since Karras has got out. They they went from uh, fifth through eight playoff seeds. and to bottom of the league. To bottom of the league. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. So, yeah, I think that if I were the Nets, I would think about dealing that. And then on the flip side, the Nuggets are just trying to improve. Levert, that's an injury you can come back from. I mean, your ankle – I mean, it could, the timetable could last a little longer than you'd like, but he's a piece that really could jumpstart and take that offense to the next level, so I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Luke, time for know it or blow it. It's time to know it or blow it. Luke, take it away. Ooh, yeah. Guys, my favorite time of the night, know it or blow it. You know the game. We're going to cut it back to our roots. The last couple of weeks we've strayed away, but 30 seconds on the clock. Give you guys a, Give you guys a question. You both get 30 seconds to debate it. I think uh, the first one's gonna be a little little vague. You're gonna you're gonna be able to choose your answer, but get thirty seconds to defend it. Um, so first question: Speaking of the NBA, who do you guys think should join LeBron in LA to get them over the hump to win a championship in the next couple of years? Ben, I'll let you go first. You got thirty seconds. Oh, there's so many, so many options here. Clock's ticking, Ben. Um. But the main player that I would try to go after, if you cannot get Kevin Durant, is you get someone from the East, and I'm talking about my boy, coming off an expiring contract this year, Kawhi Leonard. Hmm. Uh, you bring Kawhi out there. Kawhi can play off the ball. He can shoot threes. He's a lockdown defender. He's the perfect complement to LeBron. That's time. All right, I'll go. I have two different options and I don't think Ben's going to like either of them and one of them is an extremely hot take. I'll go with the lesser hot take first. I would go to the Sixers and I would ask for Markel Fultz. I think LeBron would take him to the next level. I think he needs to get out of Philadelphia. No, And dude. I think LeBron would really help him and even just have Mark have Fultz come off the bench offer him maybe a, maybe a low first rounder and and just some oh, some new. Man, I don't think anyway, I'll take him for a second. Um, and then the other one. This is a hot take. I think hot Blake take. Griffin. Hot take like it's hot. 
Oh, no, would, dude. Would, yeah, would do really well over there with LeBron. Yeah. Go back to L.A. The Pistons, as much as I want to hop on the bandwagon, I think they're frauds, and I think they need to do a, do a rebuild. <laughs> yeah, no. It, before, I know that that was Matt's time, and you don't want to get into the next topic. But, hey, you can, uh, gi- you can give a counter. You can give yeah, a counter. No, I, I, it's not that I don't disagree. It's that I don't think the Lakers would want – Someone with Blake's massive, massive contract. The Pistons would have to give a lot of money. Yeah, the Pistons would have to give up a lot. Well, the Lakers would have to give away a lot, too, just to be able to make that contract fit into their cap space because you know LeBron's signing for a huge contract. You know Lonzo. One of two of the three guys of their core guys are going to sign for big contracts. So they they probably they wouldn't have, have enough room. they have a ton of cap space. I, they do have a ton of cap space, but wouldn't you rather use that on one huge max player like Kawhi, who's younger than Blake with uh, yeah. less injury history? The um, question was just stated, who do I think would help them take to the next level? And I think Blake Griffin, the way he's playing, he's staying healthy, playing really well. I think you'd take them over the top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. You are a NFL coach. You are given the opportunity to – choose between two teams to kind of build and um, hopefully build success over the next couple of years. Do you cho- do you choose the Arizona Cardinals or the San Francisco 49ers? I choose the on, San- on which team I want to go to coach. I'll take what this team first. you're going to hop on right okay. now with current players to build over the next couple of years. I'm taking the team with the franchise QB who's young. I'm taking Jimmy G. I'm taking the Niners. I'm taking Breida. Jimmy G? Yeah. He's in rehab right now. Yeah, but For we're talking like next drugs. year, dude. <laughs> we're talking next year. No, I'm absolutely taking the 49ers 100%. No one on the Cardinals do I want. David Johnson got his new contract. He didn't play well this year. There's no one on the defense other than Patrick Peterson, and Peterson wants to get traded anyway that I would really want. The 49ers have a, have a lot of young, exciting talent. Marquise Goodwin, Matt Breida, um, they have that little running back also, uh, what's his name, who got hurt halfway through the year. Um, but they still have Jimmy G. Uh, they have That's Greg time. Kittle. That's that, they're, I, I'm taking them, no-brainer. As much as I want to disagree with Ben, he's right. I really just wanted to go with the Cardinals just to be different. But the Cardinals suck. David Johnson, bust. Josh Rosen, hate him. Both teams have, t- like, two wins. Patrick Peterson is a stud by... That chemistry is terrible. Yeah. And Ben summed it up in Kyle Shanahan's a stud. Yeah. I would rather be Shanahan. If I'm if yeah. Bruce Aarons has gone, the Cardinals don't know what they're doing. That front office and that team and franchise is a joke right now. It's in shambles. Yeah. The other thing, too, uh, Luke, that maybe you're not seeing light of is that even though they both have two wins, the 49ers would have, I'm guessing, at least eight. Or seven at this Stop. point if they had Jimmy Garoppolo. No, that's Stop facts, it. dude. That's just facts. Stop. That's facts. You're a Patriot Moving supporter. On. Moving that's on. That's facts. Agree with Ben. Moving on. Moving on. Who is having a more disappointing season, the Falcons slash Matt Ryan or the Packers slash Aaron Rodgers? I'll start this one off. I got to go Falcons. I think I have to go Falcons really? okay. in this one. I w- I don't think it's more so the Packers is having a more disappointing season. I think it's Mike McCarthy having a garbage coaching season, and he's gone. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm still going to go with the Falcons just because they brought everybody back. They were a playoff team last year and a darn good one at that. And but, added Calvin Ridley. Yeah, exactly. And Matt Ryan, 
dude, you're a bum. You're a joke. You can't perform in the big <laughs> time in the spotlight. And it's just disappointing. And I know, Luke, you were a big Julio Jones fan. When you can't target Julio Jones in the red zone, you're not going to win games. Yeah, That's true. I think That's we true. need to hand over uh, Matt Ryan's MVP to Kyle Shanahan and just say, here you go. Because, <laughs> literally, that's the reason why he uh, he won that MVP. But for me, while I am disappointed in the Falcons, I'm going with the Packers. The Packers are perennially in the playoff hunt every single year, and they also happen to have the best quarterback in the league right now in Aaron Rodgers. So you would expect them, hypothetically, to contend for a Super Bowl this year. Um, but things just didn't go Mike McCarthy's way. Side note, I'm shocked that he got fired. Um, at the point that he did, um, but yeah, no, I'm going. The Packers, Packers should be. I mean, even their their win loss, technically, if uh, you look at their plus minus, they should be at least a 500 team right now, which would put them in the thick of the playoff hunt. Um, but they just they had some unlucky things. Mason Crosby just got cursed against the Lions and um, kickers missed field goals, and you know, here we go. That's, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to agree with Ben on this one. I I think the Packers, um, because of how talented Rodgers is, I'm just gonna have to say they're having a more disappointed season. Now this last one, guys, I'm gonna have a little fun with this one. Who has the better name? Now these are two athletes. Not gonna tell you from what team. I swear, if you say McCall or from what era, <laughs> who has the cooler name? My boy, Razor Shines. That's a real person. That's not a real name. Razor Shines versus Fair Hooker. Oh. Give them to me again. Razor Shines versus Fair Hooker. Razor Shines is a baller name. That is by far the cooler name. Just because the dude has Hooker in his name does not make it cool. That sucks. I'm sure he got bullied growing up. My apologies. Yeah. Razor Shine. God bless America. That's as an American name as I've ever heard. I'm going Razor Shines. Absolutely. You don't even need you don't even need my thirty seconds for that. Uh, that's just could become a media icon just off of his name. Can you tell me who Razor Shines plays for, or rather played for? Can you give me a sport? Yeah. Okay. Try to guess the sport, and then I'll, I'll say okay. Both of them are between football and baseball. Who do you think's the football player? Who do you think the baseball? Player? What? I think uh, Razor Shines. Razor Shines is football, and the other one's baseball. Incorrect. Razor Shines Let's was go. actually an MLB Let's baseball go. player. With who? Take your guess. I will tell you this: they are no longer a team. The Expos. The Expos. Yep, the Montreal Expos. Really? I want, did he play in Vlad's years? Or did he play in like Delino De Shields years? Oh, 1983 so. to 1985, and now okay. he, well, actually, recently retired as the New York Mets base base running coach. Interesting, uh-huh. interesting little uh, media tidbit there. Love it. And as far as Fair Hooker, he was drafted <laughs> by the Cleveland Browns. Yep, that says it all. Uh, nice, nice. Cleveland bit of research. Hookers just makes too much sense. Uh, very good. Very good. Speaking of media, as we are on all social medias, uh, please give us a like on Facebook and um, Instagram, and we're on Apple Podcasts as well. Give us some ratings in there. We just wanted to give a huge shout-out to My Modern Media. My Modern Media 
is an all-in-one 21st century media agency that can tailor your business needs through creative web design, photography, and voiceover. Are you ready to take your business to the next step in 2019? Well, get on over to My Modern Media at https forward slash forward slash mymodernmedia.com and our boy, Robert, will set you up. And it's my with an M-I, not M-Y. M-I, Modern Media. He's legit as you can tell from these voiceovers that he's just been doing for us. Go show him some love. Show him some love. Super talented guy. Super nice. Yeah. He's a genuine, just down-home, humble, honest guy. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Final thoughts, guys. Any final thoughts, Ben? Final thoughts. It's that time of the night, boys. Where we we get a little sleepy, need our bed, and just, you know, throw our final thoughts on the pillow. Uh, so I will say if you guys watched the Iowa, speaking of pillow, oh, final thoughts is brought to you by Tempur-Pedic. Mm. It's like the laying best. on a cloud mm. and softest Tempur-Pedic. You know them just because just for some reason they like to advertise with sheep. Tempur-Pedic. No, that's sort of, <laughs> can, I, can I just say something? Speaking of pillows. Who is ever going to buy Mr. Pillow's Pillows? That, <laughs> That's the as seen on TV thing, isn't it? This man has the creepiest mustache. <laughs> he's going around. All of a sudden, he's popping out next to your bed going, Hey, you need a pillow? You want a pillow? Do you want a pillow that'll make your neck feel good like you've never felt your neck feel good? Oh, no one's yes. buying your pillow, Mr. Pillow. Go home. Yes. Yeah, that guy's whack, dude. Oh. Also, what's that commercial that keeps playing all the time? At Sinagramma, <laughs> at Owasso in Flint. Sinagramma. Sinagramma can print in 3D. Wow. It's, it's not Sinagramma. It's Sinorama. <laughs> Miller Road in Flint. Oh my gosh. Dude. Wait, we need to get we need to get them to do oh an ad. Oh my gosh. Ben, you need to reach out to them. You know how many I I watched that on the Fox Sports app. The app? Yes. That's the least. only commercial that plays. Oh my gosh. As we soon as I them, just see like twenty kids and I just see uh, Sign a grandma. And you know as soon as I say sign a grandma, you're like, here we go. <laughs> here, oh, we here we go. go. Here we, we gotta go. have a segment that just Bad commercial of the week. Yeah, we do. We should. That's we a really good one. That's the first one. one. Sign a grandma. <laughs> it's sign a rama on Miller Road and Flint. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid is just so awkward. Too. He definitely. He's, I think just, he's what probably fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, you can tell he just doesn't really want to do it. Like he's just kind of there because his grandma made him. In Miller Road and Flint. <laughs> oh. oh. Anyway, man, sorry awesome. about that tangent. Final thought, Ben. Final thoughts. So, if you guys watch the uh, Big Ten home opener for the Michigan State Spartans, they play against Iowa, another ranked team, ranked 18th. Um, proceeded to go up by 20 points for most of the second half. It was a not really a game at all. Nick Ward wow. played great. Uh, really, everyone played very, very well um, for the for them. Cash had made a great game. Iowa look like a Bottom dweller yeah, in the like big a bottom dweller team. They were ranked. Yeah, and they were ranked. And Nick Ward went 10 for 10. He had 26 points. Um, but uh, Nick Ward is still a bum. Nick is a foul god. So let me explain to you what and, a foul god is. And the is. thing is, is he comes in here regularly. He's a regular here at Shaft. Yeah, 
Yeah. Your no, coffee it's shop. It's He's fine. a regular, and you're dissing on a customer. I, I love it. Nick Ward walks into Shap and commits a foul. <laughs> I'm not even like, <laughs> let me tell you what a foul God is. As soon as Nick Ward, he had two or three fouls that he literally just went like this. Very obvious fouls. Obvious fouls. You and can't he, just say like this on a podcast. They can't uh, see you. Well, you know what? <laughs> Everyone listening to this, which is like two people. As they say, live and learn. But <laughs> They're like, what is, what is Ben doing? <laughs> but Nick Ward will foul someone. Refs will call an obvious foul. Nick Ward will throw a hissy fit and just freak out. Like like I said, as soon, this dude, it's because he's slow. He's not agile. He's flat-footed. Some people are saying he's going to get drafted. I really hope that in some weird way, Nick Ward hears about this podcast and never comes back to Shep. <laughs> or he gets on a podcast, on the podcast for an interview, and then I just play some of the bites <laughs> that we've done and Ben just roasting him. And just to get his reaction. And Ben sits here and shrivels up, gets a red face, and is like, please don't foul me. I think what we should do is reach out to Nick Ward. I've tried. And we should make a, we should get a video of him teabag dunking on Ben. <laughs> so we can post That's it live. That's the wager. So That's we can post wager. it live on our Facebook page. Just Ben has to take the teabag in the face and get dunked on. That would be sick. I feel like Ben would do it for free. To repent of his sins of making fun of him on air. I wouldn't do it for free. I don't want another man's nuts <laughs> in my face. Luke, final thoughts. Uh, Back to the NFL. I was high on the Ravens. I, I think they're going to make the playoffs, take that wild card spot, and I think they're going to upset a big team in the playoffs. Hey, that's valid. For some reason, the – the Ravens come to play here the down the home stretch of the NFL season, so I would not be surprised. Their defense is sick. Side note, remember when everyone wanted to fire John Harbaugh like two or three weeks ago before I still Flacco think, got I still hurt. think he's out after this year. Really? I don't think you can fire him if he if Lamar takes him to the playoffs. We'll I don't see. think he can. Also Joe Flacco's career is over. Yeah. Matt, final thought. Hit me up with a hot take. My final thought is a hot take. I like it. There we go. The Duke Blue Devils will get bounced in the Sweet 16. Stop. Stop. By the Furman Paladins. By the Furman. I hope it's Furman Paladins Duke in the first round. Let's go. Just a 16 seed and a 1 seed. Well, they're, no. they're not, they can't be a 16 seed. They I've won't. got 50 bucks on Duke. I need them to go all the way. Well, that's your mistake. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll do a bet with you. Give me the field. I, I already made. I, I already did that bet. <laughs> not uh, me. I'm human, trying to make I'm some not, free money. Human, I'll give you three to one odds at five hundred dollars right now for you to take Duke versus the field. You'll do what? I didn't. Hear I'll that. take three to one odds with throwing down a five hundred dollar prop bet on a future. Oh so if bet. if 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 Duke wins it all, you get fifteen hundred bones. Yep. But if they lose to the field, you have to pay five hundred bucks. Unfortunately. Because I would love to take that bet. I do not have $500 laying around. <laughs> That's valid. Yeah, neither do I, but sometimes you got to put your money where your I will bet. Is. I will bet you – I'll bet you your son. If, if Duke <laughs> wins it all – I owe Luke my first son. Uh, yeah, it's true. I, I get Zane if uh, Duke takes it all. Man, speaking of son, you know, I, if you guys don't know, I'm a little sick right now. Uh, and I need some vitamin C. So lately, I've been charging up with 
Sunny D. <laughs> Sunny oh, D. Oh, no. Ah, uh, the juice that just makes you want to sing, wakes you up, makes you feel happy. And then at the end of the day, you take a little swig. <laughs> Man, you feel pretty big. Sunny D. Speaking of big, <laughs> another one of our sponsors, Crocs. Not fashionable, <laughs> but comfortable. Crocs. Crocs. The footwear of the booth. Dun, dun, dun. Actually, yes, that's the end of our episode. Yeah. So yeah, that's all we got. You one, boys. Just listen to these last two commercials and made it all the way through. Tip my hat to you, kind sir or sirus. Go get yourself T Bell on us. Contact us at the booth. The booth Facebook on Ben. The booth Facebook. <laughs> Actually, I will I will say something, and Ben's gonna have to do it because I said it, and it's true. If you made it through the end of this podcast, if you come into Shap and say peanuts to to Ben when he's in here, he'll give you a free drink. All Amen. Right. Amen. And if and Amen. if you've made it even this far, I will buy you Taco Bell. Reach out. <laughs> What's the word? What Reach do they out. gotta say? What's the word, Luke? McClellan. You know McQueef. the word. They have to say my favorite player of all time. McQuellen. McQuellen. Reach uh, out to us, Luke just said, if you listen to the whole thing and hear that little snippet, yeah. message us on Facebook, say sure. McQuellen McQueef. Or For come sure. into Shaplore here in Eastwood and say peanuts. Peanuts. Shout out Robert. Shout out Brian D for the music. Shout out Shaplore. Listen, Brian D, he's a stud. Yeah, Brian D. Boy, you already know that you're going to be on the come up in 2019. They aren't ready. We're, we're happy to grow with you. Um, for those of you that are listening, please like us and share us on uh, all platforms if you can. Please stay tuned. I know that for us it's getting kind of difficult just because with the boys coming up with finals and me just starting to take over this business, it's, it's quite a busy time in our lives. But um, just stay with us. We got all these uh, great, great uh, people to interview over the next couple weeks. So just stay tuned, boys. And That's it. Last That's but not wrap. least, thank you, Razor Shines, for making our day better. Razor Shine. Yeah, Razor Shine. Over here. All right, guys. As always, God bless. Thank you for watching. That's it. Episode five. We out. We out. We out. We out.